Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you on a Friday. Hope you're having a good one out there. Thanks for joining us on the extended edition of Inside Sources. We'll be with you all the way until 3 o'clock. As always, you can weigh in on any of the news of the day or anything you're thinking or seeing out there uh, on the Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500. Again, 57500. When it's safe, of course, safety first. Uh, always the key there, but would love to have you weigh in as we roll into the weekend. Uh, as I mentioned before the break, we've been celebrating all week long uh, the uh 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing, the great moonshot, uh, an event and a cause, a goal that united the nation and produced so many extraordinary moments and extraordinary things. Uh, I have to tell you, yesterday, what we talked about yesterday in terms of faith in space, that was an eye opener uh, for me. That was something I had not uh, known and uh, had not thought about. Uh, love the fact that on Apollo 8, they actually read Genesis 1 as they were uh, circling on uh, Christmas Eve. And then, of course, you had uh, Neil Armstrong taking communion on the moon. First uh, meal to be had on the moon was uh, communion. I think that's a fascinating and, and important thing in terms of religious liberty. Uh, so those are those were all very compelling. Uh, and today we want to celebrate uh, some of Utah's connections uh, to the space uh, race and to uh, the space program in general. And our own Amanda Dixon was able to go and visit with uh, former Senator Jake Garn yesterday. And as many of you know, uh, former Senator Garn uh, has Alzheimer's and uh, he was very gracious. Uh, his daughter Ellen is just amazing. Uh, I ran into to Ellen and her dad, uh, Senator Garn, at the airport uh, about six months ago, and they're just just an extraordinary family who have served our country and our state extraordinarily well. And so Amanda Dixon was able to go up and talk to Senator Garn about his experience in space and some of his uh, life adventures, where he started out and where he ended up and how he never could have imagined that. Uh, here, let me play the, uh, the first uh, little question here from Amanda Dixon uh, and Senator Jake Garn. Well, it's just unbelievable to have orbited the Earth 110 times at 25 times the speed of sound. A little kid who had never been out of the state of Utah until I was 19 years old, went fishing at Bear Lake and came home. Mother said, why are you so excited? I said, Mom, we walked across the border into Idaho. I've been out of the state. <laughs> and to think that uh, that age before I ever left the state of Utah, I'd get to orbit the Earth 110 times at 25 times the speed of sound. Oh, that just warms my heart. <laughs> I just love that. So not until he was 19 going fishing at Bear Lake and he snuck across the border. That was the first time to get out of the state of the Utah, uh, out of the state of Utah. Uh, and to go from that to circling, circling the planet at an extraordinary rate of speed. Uh, what a thrill. What an amazing story. You talk about only in America moments. 
that's an only in America moment. Uh, a kid from a small town in Utah uh, who didn't even get out of the state until he was 19, uh, only to tiptoe across to Idaho, <laughs> of all places, uh, ends up in space is is really extraordinary. Uh, Amanda Dixon also, uh, and, and I just have to say, Amanda did such an amazing job, uh, as did Adam Thomas, in putting this piece together. Uh, so thoughtful, uh, so respectful uh, of the senator. Um, she asked him about uh, his relationship with some of the more famous astronauts, John Glenn, Buzz Aldrin. Here's what he had to say. Oh, I knew John Glenn extremely well. Uh, absolutely. We were very close friends. Yeah, he always complained, though, that I got to see it first because it was GA rather than GL, Garn versus Glenn. Did you know Buzz Aldrin as well? Oh, yes, very well. When you think ahead, Senator, to what you'd like the space program to be, do you have anything in mind what you'd like it to be in the future? I'm surprised that it hasn't developed where it's more common for ordinary people to fly in space. I would have anticipated that it was exploded more rapidly than it has. Okay, so uh, again, uh Former Senator Jake Garn talking about his hopes for the uh, the future of the space program. Uh, also, Amanda talked to him a little bit about uh, his relationship to the people of Utah and uh, also just uh, kind of the some of the general public things. So here's what he had to say. Oh, you're welcome, but I'm so much more popular because I left the Senate than if I'd stayed. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to say? <laughs> oh, just to thank the people of Utah for giving a little kid from Richfield, Utah, such amazing opportunities. All right. Again, that's former Senator Jake Garn. Uh, and again, always, always so thoughtful, uh, even though he's uh, struggling uh, with his battle with Alzheimer's. Um, wow, very clear memories in terms of his time in space. I, I found that just fascinating that that when Amanda asked him about some of those specifics uh, in space, uh, that he remembered that very clearly, very vividly, uh, and, and a great thing. And, and <laughs> I do love that he still has a sense of humor, too, that uh, he became more popular after he left the Senate than when he was in the Senate. I think that's probably true for most of our politicians. They, they tend to get a little more popular uh, the longer they are out of office. So uh, I think our, our memories are short uh, in terms of the, uh, the population in general. All right, uh, so as, as we uh, wrap up our, our celebration of the Apollo 11 program again tomorrow, excuse me, is the 50th anniversary uh, of that uh, great event. Uh, and I would just remind everyone once again that, you know, this is, uh, this is really about a, a, a cosmic moment, uh, one that I think we all should stop and, and think through just a, a little bit differently. Uh, we, we discussed about uh, six months ago, uh, a really interesting uh, interaction. I, I had received a book that was, uh, what was that, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry or something like that. Uh, but the the real, it was, it was about the cosmic view. And the the nuts and bolts of it were that the cosmic view, the real cosmic view, is humility. And, and I think you hear that. Uh, you listen to any astronaut, uh, particularly those that were part of the Apollo programs, and humility is often a word that you hear. Uh, there's this sense of awe and wonder uh, once you've been in space that uh, I think is just an, an extraordinary, a transformational moment for sure when people realize how small they are in the universe, how vast the universe is, uh, 
And it's something that I hope that the United States is always a, a leader and a major player in. Uh, the the space program has done great things. It's it's had its challenges. It's had its uh, waste, fraud, and abuse. Like uh, most large organizations in the United States government, it needs to be held accountable. It needs to be transparent. But I think there are still things worth exploring in space. Uh, I loved what uh, Deseret News editor uh, Doug Wilk shared over the weekend that we, we really had to go to space uh, to get a better view of ourselves. Uh, to see who we are as a nation, see what we're capable of when we unite and come together around common goals, when we have leaders who challenge and inspire us to do better, to be better and become more. Uh, that is really the essence of America, and we should always remember that. All right, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on an extended version of Inside Sources. When we come back, we're going to pick up with Neil Abercrombie from Utah State University. Don't go anywhere on KSL News Radio.